It's the ABC's High School Teachers Really Need to Know, episode number 25, Yield Occasionally to Your Own Needs. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe, or buy the books on Amazon.com. Well, it is good to be back with you today. Um, you know, this episode, you listen to... Uh, <laughs> You listen to the title, Yield Occasionally to Your Own Needs. That's a really, really long title. I know it. Um, but there's just really no better way to say it. Yield occasionally to your own needs. Um, I'm going to share this with you just to kind of start this week. I've been in a little bit of a funk the last few weeks. Uh, just uh, funk's kind of a weird word to use, I guess. But just kind of one of those where, you know, and, and it's been, the weeks have been amazing. Don't get me wrong. But it's kind of one of those things where I'm, I'm working so many long hours, that kind of funk, you know, where, you know, I'm up at school or coaching and teaching, you know, after school activities and all the other things that I'm involved with up until late at night. And I feel like uh, I'm not getting just a whole lot of uh, balance. And I'm usually pretty good at that, but uh, I'm not getting a lot of balance right now. And it seems to go that way with fall, with my role in athletics and, uh, you know, all the other activities that I do with teaching. And um, so it's been a little bit of a funk. And in fact, I sat here and I, you know, I guess this was a day or so ago, I, I was talking to another teacher and uh, we were just like, man, what if we retired? You know, it was one of those kind of weeks. Um, and of course, you know, I was just kidding and we were just batting it around but part of it was like hmm you know it would be kind of nice uh to <laughs> you know go spend uh the rest of retirement early retirement that is uh on a beautiful tropical island but i think that's just part of it and i think we kind of get like that uh when you know we we get so overworked in our field and you know i was watching another video um just some something that i saw on social media or something about you know, it's it's you may have seen the video, but it's this teacher talking about how, um, you know, we, we essentially as teachers have six to eight, depending on what kind of schedule you are on, but six to eight, you know, essentially meetings every day. And of course, we're talking about classes and, you know, when when we have time, quote unquote, off. Uh, everybody assumes teachers aren't doing anything because we're not sitting in front of kids where, you know, we have to prepare and do all the, obviously, the, the endless list of things we have to do to be uh, ready and to manage a classroom and all the things that go with it. And, of course, everybody looks at us who's not a teacher and goes, well, you know, you're not in front of kids. You get all this time off as if we don't do anything. Meanwhile, them and their normal jobs, they may spend an hour or two a day in meetings and likewise, you know, think that, uh, you know, we, we're just, I mean, they're super busy and we're just not doing anything anytime we get any time off. And it's just so crazy to me. It has to be the only profession, uh, in the world where it's perceived that way. You know, there's such a misunderstanding to the work that goes into it. And that sounds kind of a bitter jaded way to start an episode. I don't, I don't mean it that way at all. I'm just telling you, uh, something you already know. And that's that, uh, you know, we are definitely, um, we are definitely pushed hard, uh, and we are definitely misunderstood by all of those that don't do our amazing jobs. Um, and you know, when when we, when we're pushed like that, we work those long hours. That and 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 you just don't get much empathy, like I've said, from the standpoint of uh, the world around you. Maybe even your spouses, your family, um, your friends who think you just have nine months to work and you know and get paid for twelve or. Uh, you know, whatever, you know, you know, same old story. But the point is, is with all of that, um, 
it's important to realize, going back to this episode, uh, that you have to yield occasionally to your own needs. Because if you don't, I'm telling you, uh, very few others will. I'm just telling you. Uh, and 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 so uh, you you got to do that. I. I, I can't emphasize enough how important that's going to be uh, in, in your career, no matter where you are. If you're seasoned like I am and been in it for a couple decades and, um, you know, and, and, you know, whether you're starting your first year, you better learn to yield to your own needs occasionally. Um, I mean, think about it like this. You know, if you went to a uh, to a gym and the trainer looked, uh, let's just say, out of shape. Uh, that you were working with, you know, maybe it didn't look very muscular or didn't have that gym bod that you might would suspect a trainer to have, uh, you might kind of second guess. Or if you went to a dentist who had bad uh, dental hygiene, you might kind of question whether or not he or she should be managing your teeth. Uh, and, 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 and you should, just to be honest with you, because you have to ask yourself, are they practicing self-care or are they uh, meeting their own needs? Uh, and, and the truth is that for long-term professional success and happiness, you're going to have to yield to your own needs. you got to take care of yourself. You can't be the starving baker, you know, the, the baker that, you know, starves. How good is your, you know, or, are you at taking care of your own needs if, if you know, you're that starving baker? So, again, you got to yield occasionally to your own needs. I mean, and, and you heard me right, and you've, said, you've heard me say this before, um, but sometimes you've got to you know, put yourself first. You have to. It's okay. I promise. And and for whatever reason, many educators, including myself, to be honest with you, feel like, I don't know, like we always have to put everybody else first. And, you know, we feel guilty that we, I don't know, just can't be, a, be at our best all the time. You know, we have this impossible standard of perfection. And, and I'm going to tell you something that many people, especially you know, your administrators, your principals, they don't like to hear. Teaching is absolutely a noble profession that requires just just extraordinary heroes to do it. It does. But teaching is just a J-O-B. And I've said that before. I've said it recently a couple of episodes ago. It's just a job. Just as if you were an attorney, a garbage collector, a real estate a agent, a retail cashier. Um, it, they're just jobs. I mean, it's a very important job, but it's just a job. And we have to establish that work-life balance. I mean, you heard me say a minute ago how off I felt the last couple of weeks just because I haven't been able to, to maintain that balance as well. But you have to take the time to meet your physical, mental, and spiritual needs. And if you don't, long-term, the grind of education is going to grind you down. Strong leaders understand that they have to lead themselves before they lead others. And part of leading yourself is to effectively meet your own basic needs. I mean, we can go a while without doing that effectively, but long term, like I said, it's going to grind you down. It will. You got to keep your priorities straight. And I'm going to tell you something that's kind of guided me for a long time. But for me, and I, I remind myself of this order all the time, God, country, family, friends, pets, then work. Let me say it again for you. This is my personal order. You may have a different order. God, country, Family, friends, pets, work. I, I really, just to put it as clearly as I can, find that if I keep my life in that order, I do pretty well and I stay pretty grounded. Um, you know, and honestly, I use it as a check and balance system. And if I find I'm not spending enough time on one, my whole balance is off. You know, I'm probably neglecting something important in my life. 
Oh, and by the way, if you're kind of reading through my list in your mind again or running through it, um, you heard that right. I, I did mention pets. I'm a huge animal lover, just kind of as an aside. It has nothing to do with the episode, uh, but I am a huge animal lover. Um, and, and, and it's rare that rolling around on the floor with my dog can't just make anything better, no matter how bad a day I'm having. Uh, so, honestly... I guess tying it back to the episode, go play fetch or sit around in your underwear and watch your favorite show and lie in the grass and watch the clouds pass you by. Unplug and don't ever feel guilty about it. Don't ever feel guilty about it. It's okay. You got to yield to your own needs. And, you know, while we're talking about needs and, and you know, I, I mentioned physical and mental and spiritual and you got to meet all of those things. You know, and define that in any order that you want. I already, again, said that for, for me. God, country, family, friends, pets, and work. But there are some other needs that you got to make sure that you meet. Uh, your professional needs, for example. You know, and, and one of the most important is continuing education for teachers. Uh, and, and I know that seems like you're like, oh, no, now you're stressing me back out because now you're talking about work again. But But when you talk about your own needs... You know, we talked about those personal needs a second ago, but now specifically, what about your own professional needs? You know, you, you can be the starving baker or the unprepared professional uh, just as easily, but not meeting your own continuing education needs. You know, and I've talked about this extensively as well, but we often overlook this need because of our limited time or we just don't have that growth mindset or, you know, some other reason that we limit ourselves. And, you know, and as I talk about, I don't know, continuing ed, I'm, I, you're probably saying something like, you know, that's that's what professional development at the beginning of the year is for. Um, you know, as well as I do, that just going to PD at the beginning of the year, um, in many cases, I'm just going to be honest with you, it's almost worthless because it's uh, too short and not targeted specifically enough for you to really get any you know, professional growth out of it. I, I'll be honest with you too, and I know I've said I'll be honest like 50 times, but uh, I am just kind of breaking it down. You're getting the unplugged version of me, I guess, tonight where I'm just kind of, you know, just kind of laying this out for you because this is really a, a self-centered episode. And I don't mean self around me. I mean, for all of us, it's a little bit of a, you know, get what we need out of this episode, uh, you know, personally for us to make us better, you know, not not just as professionals, but just as individuals in a profession. Um, you know, continuing ed is one of those things that, uh, you, you know, the professional development, we have to kind of take it and rich on our own, our own. Because like I said, the professional development in, in, in the beginning of the year is inadequate. Uh, and a lot of times it turns into what the school needs, I mean, think about it, I, and I've done talks on this too, where in, in the importance of professional development, and I've given this talk to administrators and uh, tons of leadership, educate, like, like education, educational leaders uh, in all kinds of settings. I've given this kind of talk where I'm talking about professional development, and you think about what schools tell you in PD and what you actually need. Is so far removed, it seems. Sometimes I think teachers should be the ones planning these PDs. Um, and, and if you're at a school where teachers have an active role in that, and I'm fortunate enough to be in that situation, uh, it is so much more effective. Uh, but 
you know, again, I've been in those environments and I've seen it done where, uh, you know, the admin picks out the PDs and you go and it's it's not applicable, uh, it's not enriching enough, or it's just not targeted towards you or whatever, you know, or it's too, too inefficient or uh, too broad. And I've seen all of these things apply. And so you really have to take, I, I, I guess, PD to, by the horns yourself. You know, if you're in history, you, you've got to go get educated on on things in your field. You know, you've got to go out and get those, those pedagogies and instructional strategies that are, are, are going to fire you up and make you better. You know, you got to really take that and take stock of it yourself and then go and obtain those things. And if not, you're going to struggle. You've got to stay current on content, instructional approaches, assessment strategies, technology, just everything that's out there. Because the moment you stop learning, it's the moment your kids begin to learn less, and that's just true. You've got to stay accurate, and you've got to stay relevant, and you've got to stay fed, fired up yourself. And I know, and I've said this already for you folks who are in math or other areas and you've convinced yourself that math doesn't change. And uh, and I know I say that a lot and I'm not picking on math folks. I'm a math guy. I, you know, I, I've told you that before, but it seems like a lot of times I'll hear the most from math people. Math doesn't change. That's true, but applications, pedagogies, and all those things do change. Okay. Uh, and, and so you've got to stay current, even if you're in those fields. And look, for all you folks in other areas of 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 academic you know disciplines you too get on board science listen uh science changing constantly technology constantly uh you better come up with a plan in earlier episodes i've i've talked about what my plan is for staying current staying relevant and all those kinds of things i would encourage you to get one of those plans uh, and, and, and look, coaches, I know this is kind of a, if, if you're also a coach and this is kind of a segue outside of, uh, you know, the traditional classroom setting that we always talk about, but I'm as a coach, I'm going to tell all of you coaches, uh, the same is true. You need to read, you need to watch videos. You need to get better, adopt styles and coaches are pretty good, uh, at, at getting out there and, and, and taking plays or studying defenses. Um, that's that's all fantastic and absolutely necessary to adapt and uh, get that competitive advantage. But what I'm also saying is there's other sides uh, to coaching, you know, ways to coach and pedagogies and strategies uh, that you have to think about. You have to grow as a professional. And and so taking care of yourself uh, is, is an absolute must, even in the field of coaching. Um, and, and so, again, Model the behavior you want from your students. Always be thirsty for learning and stay curious. So in other words, don't be the dentist with bad teeth. I mean, don't. That's 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 not a good look. And it's certainly not self-enriching. So I want you to repeat after me. I really, really do I want you to repeat after me each one of these. Okay, here we go. So I will occasionally yield to my own needs so I'm at my best physically, mentally, and spiritually. I want you to I want you to repeat it. I will occasionally yield to my own needs so I'm at my best physically, mentally, and spiritually. You gotta make that a commitment to yourself. Number two, I will occasionally yield to my own needs so that I am current on content and relevant for my students. Again, I will occasionally yield to my own needs so that I am current on content and relevant for my students. And finally, 
I will occasionally yield to my own needs so that I'm constantly growing as a professional. So again, I will occasionally yield to my own needs so that I'm constantly growing as a professional. It's time to commit to yourself. It's time to commit to taking care of yourself. It's time to commit to growing better as a professional. You will be so happy that you did in the long run. Don't let, don't let education grind you down. It's a miserable existence. Well, look, that is it. I enjoyed my uh, brief time with you this week, but I think an important time. Again, take this for what it is, an opportunity for you to be um, you know, in the passenger seat and the driver's seat of taking care of your own self. Okay? Don't, don't, don't just say it. Live it. And until next week, when we get the final episode of the season, episode number 26, Zap Zombie Mode. Until next week, I'll see you down the road.